0: Hello and welcome to the Thursday, April thirteenth, two thousand twenty-three edition of the Sands and the Storm Centers Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Well, today we got another malware diary to start out with. Uh, Pratt uh, wrote about Iced ID or also Bokbot, that he saw this week. This particular sample comes from Tuesday and well, Given that Google is making quite a bit of money with malicious advertisements, they're giving back to the malware community, but also hosting their malicious password-protected zip archives in Google Firebase. That's what this particular malware does. The attacker is first sending a PDF to the victim. The PDF includes a link that will then download the particular zip file from Google Firebase. The PDF, of course, also provides the password that the victim then uses to unzip this archive, which then ends up with an executable that's actually valid digitally signed. Ultimately, the victim then ends up with the iced ID Delal injected into a valid process. And now the follow on activity that Pratt observed includes back connect as well as VNC. So the attacker may very well then switch to a more manual second, third or whatever you want to call it stage to then infect, encrypt or do whatever with the victim. Brad, of course, as usual, provides PCAPs, hashes, and all that good stuff. So great learning opportunity here to take the PCAP and sort of follow along as Brad did here and analyze the PCAP in order to detect the particular malicious activity. And then a follow-up to Patch Tuesday, we got more details from Checkpoint regarding some of the Microsoft Message Queue vulnerabilities. There are three vulnerabilities total. One is a remote code execution. The two others are, well, uh, just denial-of-service vulnerabilities that either crash the service or crash the system with a blue screen. Now, Checkpoint points out that the service is actually sort of a legacy service. It's uh, retired as of January 2020, but, well, it's still around And with that somewhat uh, forgotten uh, service, as Checkpoint uh, calls it. And apparently there are some circumstances like, well, of all places, Microsoft Exchange server, where if you're using the Setup Wizard app, it will enable MSMQ if you check the automatically install Windows server roles and features that are required to install exchange options, which is what Microsoft recommends. And also, somewhat surprisingly, apparently there are some 300,000 servers exposing this service to the internet on port eighteen hundred and one. At least for the denial of service vulnerabilities, there are already some sightings out there that attempt to exploit them. But at this point, haven't really seen anything sort of confirmed regarding the remote code execution vulnerability. First step, block port 1801. And secondly, turn off that service. And then of course, patch, patch, patch. And then we have five new vulnerabilities in NTP, the time server software. And that's the version from NTP.org. However, there are a Couple problems with those vulnerabilities. And it's not just about the CVSS score being 9.3 and these vulnerabilities allowing for unauthenticated remote code authentication. But it's also that, well, there is no patch available for these vulnerabilities. And uh, there is also no acknowledgement whatsoever at the NTP.org website. The only sort of official announcement of these vulnerabilities can be found on the german office for security in information technology the website has a very brief summary of these vulnerabilities and then there is also a github repository this github repository has details like in some cases what exact code is being affected also sort of some uh, proof of concept code here demonstrating the vulnerabilities So this is something certainly to watch out for. Not much you can do about it. I've talked in the past about sort of a good NTP hygiene and uh, how to set up a secure NTP architecture. But at this point, no patch available probably want to get ready and inventory which systems are using NTP.org's NTP server in your environment. A lot of more recent Unix systems use scrawny. They don't use NTPD. So uh, those newer systems are likely not affected. Well, that's it for uh, today. This week, we also sort of finalized our keynote panel for the RSA conference. Hope to see some of you at the conference, uh, try to say hi. I usually have some stickers with me. Our presentation will be about two weeks from today. Now, of course, not everybody has the time or really wants to go to San Francisco. They're plenty of smaller security events happening pretty much every weekend or such. So just to point out, uh, well, this Saturday, for example, Bentonville, Arkansas has a nice sort of community-driven security event, uh, great talks. Uh, Just look out in your own sort of neighborhood uh, community, see what's going on there, B-sides or whatever. Uh, Tons of interesting events pretty much happening every week. Thanks, and that's it for today. Uh, Talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.